0: This is the Geek Therapy podcast, and today we're going to talk about what happened in Orlando. Okay, all right. So now, now we've started. Now
1: we started. Um,
0: yep. So, so yeah. So I mean, we were we were going to record on Sunday. Yes, we were. Um, and it had nothing to do with Orlando, right? That we didn't record, but. But that did happen that day, right? Um, we're talking about um, what the news is calling the deadliest mass shooting in u s history, yeah, and and I mean, you know, I, I don't know how much we want to get into it, but I think I think different events, I mean, I, I don't know how much we want to get into how close to home it can it, it hits. I think different events um hit people differently, yeah. Um, for me, like, when 9-11 happened, I was living in Puerto Rico, but I I had visited New York so many times, and I had family there, and I'd been to the Twin Towers, and, and I was at an age where I was finishing college, so when that happened, like, I wanted to enlist, you know? Um, th- that's how I felt about it at the time, and, like... Right now, um, Orlando is a very Hispanic, uh, a very large Hispanic population there. I have a lot of family there. I'm not close to anybody there necessarily, and none, nobody um, from my family or that I know of was was hurt or, or in the area when it happened. But I do have people there, and i visited Orlando many, many times. And it's not the same as when I hear about, like, you know, you know, when when different when different um, events uh, um, have happened in different places, or even just when you hear about lots of violence in, in cities like Chicago. You know, I I have a few friends there, but it doesn't hit as close as as this might.
1: Yeah, well, and it was also Latin night at the club. There's a lot of people um, yeah. from the Latin community, and I mean, it was a gay nightclub, and it's a lot of people in the LGBT community. Um, which I'm definitely a part of. Um, I have a friend who lives in Orlando who has been to that club. And my first thought that morning was to call and make sure she was okay. Um, she's fine. Uh, she didn't know anyone that was there that night. So um, that was a good thing. And sometimes I feel kind of bad, you know, saying that, like, that's a good thing. Because there are plenty of people who haven't. Um, but it is nice to have that sense of relief. Um and then yeah, move forward yeah. and mourn for the people who were lost,
0: yeah yeah sucks, yep, really sucks um and you know there were there are a few things i wanted i wanted to i guess mention um because of what we do and and what we talk about and in 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 the light of this it's it's an opportunity to bring up um you know, anytime something like this happens, the shooter is associated with some sort of mental illness or mm-hmm. people are looking for that or at least that conversation happens. And, yeah, so, so um, I'm going to read something from mentalhealth.gov, which is from uh, the government. <laughs> All right. so um, And it kind of sums up what I wanted to say, which is that the vast majority of people with mental problems are no more likely to be violent than anyone else. Most people with mental illness are not violent, and only 3 to 5% of violent acts can be attributed to individuals living with a serious mental illness. In fact, people with severe mental illnesses are over 10 times more likely to be victims mm-hmm. of violent crime than the general population. And that kind of sums up, you know, like my response to any talk about, well, you know, mental health and, and, and violence and violence what to do about that. I mean, there's, I don't know what to, it's a very complicated issue, but that kind of sums up and addresses a lot of the myths and misinformation that goes around.
1: That's true. On the other hand, people having those myths um, help push forward initiatives to have better access to mental health. Um, But in this case, I haven't heard too much talk about um, the shooter's, being mentally ill Um, it's mostly about what I hear is about him being a part of the Muslim community um, which I I don't understand why that necessarily has to come into play um, other than world events (laughs) but you know in it comes down to he was a person who um had his own reasons for doing what he did um and a lot of people got hurt um, and you know um yeah, I think that's what I got for that <laughs> he's he's <laughs> He's a person, and he's a part of a lot of communities um that doesn't define any one group um just like the people who were there um in the club that were injured and killed they weren't a part of any one group they were like we talked about they're they're part of the latin community they're part of the lgbt community they're they're people um and it there's a lot of crossover everywhere um a lot of thoughts and ideas swirling around here um
0: Okay, and so you said. I mean, there's a there's a lot of stuff in your head. Is there anything else you want to say, or, or um, specifically about the event? I mean, we'll we've got other stuff to talk. We've
1: about. We got plenty of other stuff related. to talk about. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, um, and and I'll edit this out if you <laughs> don't want me to mention it. But um, you know, you 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 told me that like uh, playing video games this week has been has like helped you has helped you cope this week. Oh yeah. Is that it's totally right? Yeah, so.
1: so and how that actually came up, it's a funny story. So, um, on Facebook, uh, one of my friends posted an article because E3 is going on this week, um, and it was this really judgmental article about um, how E3 had a moment of silence for the victims and then went into promoting shooting games. Um, and her response was, um, you know, I've been playing Borderlands to deal with the anxiety and grief over what happened. And I was like, me too. And it's been part of my, like, I don't know. It's been really helpful to keep me from being overwhelmed by all the mess on my Facebook feed about this person doing this, the... um Uh, all the things about we need gun control, we need this. And some of these things that people are saying are good things, um, but it's just so much anger and so much sadness. Um, And so to have some fun and play some shooting games that are ridiculous and laugh with friends has been really helpful. Um, And I know I'm not the only one that feels that way
0: yeah yeah um yeah for 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 lots of different moments, right? Video games can serve that for people and and to address that kind of mentality of um, well, you're promoting shooting games, um, video games do not make people violent. Nope, The research is there's some bias research out there that tries to tries really, really hard to find a connection. There are connections with um, aggression. Which is not the same thing as being violent. No. It just means like, you know, like like if a game is really hard, people people get angry. But it doesn't mean that they're violent. Yeah, no, and, it doesn't mean
1: they're gonna turn around and go hit somebody or uh, Yeah. Or shoot somebody. And and also
0: yeah, and also, um, when we've played Borderlands this week, um, you know, one of us is objectively better than the other. Oh, at some stop, of these it. Games.
1: stop it. Stop <laughs> it.
0: But but that doesn't mean that um, either of us are any good at shooting a gun in real life. Like those skills right. do not transfer. You are not learning anything. Um, I know how to pull really take away. a
1: trigger on a, on a controller. I don't know how to aim a gun. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. None yeah. of that.
0: And there's been research done on that. It's like those... Those are not. It's not a transferable skill. Like, there's. It's completely different from doing it in real life. So um, it's not like he was training in Grand Theft Auto, you know, and then he went and committed this horrible act. Like that no. never happens because it can't happen. That's not the way it it's works. It's not
1: like someone who picks up Rock Band can can instantly play the guitar unless they're using one of those special pro guitars um, that actually have strings. Like you aren't gonna know instantly how to play a guitar. Because you've been playing. That's an ex-
0: That's an excellent point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> In fact, some people play it horribly and then give up because they bought a $300 guitar and can't figure it out. <laughs> I know somebody who did that.
0: <laughs> oh, um, and some people and, and the opposite is true also. Like if you happen to go to a shooting range on the weekends, doesn't mean, you know, you're great at first person shooters and. If you can play the real guitar doesn't mean you're you're any good at Guitar Hero nope so you know so that's one of those things I wanted I, I really wanted to address too because you know E3 E3 is my favorite time of year you um, have said
1: this to me multiple I times I have
0: I have um I love it because it's a celebration of 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 games and you know the fact that uh, e three is is a is a big show, but um, each of the individual uh, corporations who each had a, a press conference, most of them chose to acknowledge what happened in Orlando. Yeah, in one way or another, um, and there were only a few that didn't. And you know, the fact that people would criticize that is um, it's stupid, right? <laughs> stupid internet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, again, it's like, yeah. I mean, Apple did the same thing, you know. Um, They may not be promoting um, shooters, but, you know, they have a platform where they can sell first-person shooters Mm -hmm. and all sorts of violent stuff, you know. And they have a platform where they can sell violent movies and violent books, you know. Are people saying something about that too? No. And Tim Cook, the head of... um, Apple now is gay, you know. So yeah, or is anybody saying anything about that? I don't think so.
1: I don't think so. Um, I haven't seen kinda, anything.
0: Yeah, it is kind of silly, but you know, so so e three is a celebration of gaming, and I think I think you know the, the your example this week, uh, you know, is like one of those things that, that is worth mentioning and maybe celebrating. Also, like for me, video games have been a huge part of helping me cope with different things throughout my life, it's been a great way for me to stay in touch with people. Yeah. <laughs> like last night we were playing, and all of a sudden, um, uh, you know, my buddy, our buddy Patrick O'Connor That's jumps right. on all of a sudden. It scares <laughs> right you. <to> our chat. <laughs> I know. And he scared me. And it was so funny because um, were, we we're in a party chat, and, you know, like, I I I actually do uh, speak on the phone with with, uh, Patrick every now and then, um, but we haven't talked in a while. So it was so cool to hear from him. And there are many times when – like you and I don't – you and I never talk on the phone. No. But we we talk uh, when we game, you know? And sometimes I think for me, if I wanted to talk to you, I would instinctively just say, hey, you want to jump on a game? Yeah, because why just
1: talk on the phone when we can talk and play something at the same time?
0: yeah. Yeah, some of our best ideas
1: come from playing games together.
0: Oh, all the best! (laughs) All our best ideas have come from that. (laughs) Or at
1: Comic Con, we're at Comic
0: Con. (laughs) But but for some people, it's hard to just pick up a phone. There's also like social norms and stuff, and like, um, you know, maybe a guy's like, "I'm just gonna call this other guy," and you're like, "Just shut up," you know, Mm -hmm. just like call up your friend. But some people won't, and then you know, it's easier to maybe do it through through a game, and and that's. The truth, and a lot of people use games that way, um, to socialize, to stay in touch with people, to to build and um you know reinforce friendships. And I've talked to you about someone who I know who who like he was going through a really tough time and he started playing Destiny specifically, and he like he came, I mean he he stopped taking medication, he felt so much better. Um, like, there's just all these positive changes, and he recognizes that through gaming he was able to get out of his shell. And there are tons of stories like that. And, you know, um, I was I was looking up – there was a story I remember um, reading from a guy. His name is Jeffrey Wilson, and he wrote this blog post a couple years back about how he was playing Metal Gear Solid 2. And it was right after – or a couple of months after nine um, eleven, mm-hmm. and he lived in New York, and he was young. And the game deals with a lot. It, it deals with warfare and politics and all sorts of stuff. And he wrote this this really great blog post about how, for him, the experience of playing through that game helped him helped him process what he was feeling. Um, post nine eleven, and and it's something I mentioned it in a in a blog post that we did. It's geek therapy, like from three years ago. I was gonna say it was so funny. a blog
1: post. What? <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, it was so funny because I I didn't even remember. I knew I had mentioned it, but I I didn't remember all the stuff that I wrote. And that um the the post is called Geeky Ways of Coping, and it's just full of examples of people finding. You know, comfort, strength, clarity through video games and and comic books. And I, I was I was excited to see some of the <laughs> it was like I was reading it for the first time and I wrote it.
1: <laughs> I do that but, all the time. But,
0: yeah. <laughs> and I reposted it today and I'll put it in the in the show notes because um it it shows some some good examples of, of not just from us but from specifically other people who shared those stories with me or, or who shared them um on their own blogs and, and I link to them. Mm-hmm. And you know, so so I guess, you know, if if you don't have to. I
1: don't have to. <laughs> but
0: if you feel that you want to, you know, you can um, you know, people can can find again comfort and And it might help them process, you know, through some of the things that they not only not only because they enjoy, um, you know, a game or a movie or a TV show or a book, but because, you know, there's something there that speaks to what they're feeling or or is related to to what happened. And it doesn't just have to be now. It can be, you know, at any at any time.
1: I've seen so many um, posts um, because my wife is a cartoonist. I'm friends with a lot of her her cartoonist friends and there have been a lot of people trying to process um, all the things that happened in Orlando through either their own art or through um, major comics characters that have been uh, already out there. Um, My wife drew a picture of um, Batwoman uh, hugging uh, Maggie Sawyer and um, saying, "I'm sorry I couldn't save them all, Mags." Um, and it was crazy because people like it was it blew up likes everywhere. <laughs> um, and one yeah. of her friends she hadn't talked to in a really long time said, "It's like you got into my brain." Um yeah. and and. Put what I was feeling out there. Um, I've seen, uh, and for, for context,
0: right, Batwoman is um, perhaps the yes. best um, LGBT comic book icon that we have, right? Right, right. Um, because her origin story comes from Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and it's been very—you know—it's a part of her character. It's one of those things where it's not just a bullet point. No, um,
1: it's, it's it's
0: part of her stories. Yeah.
1: And that and that drawing, um, not that you know, thing in the timeline of, of all kinds of things, not like it would actually happen and that she's with Maggie right now, but um you know, it's it's powerful um yeah. for her to be upset that she couldn't save these people. Yeah. Um
0: yeah.
1: I've seen Drawings. I mean, there's political cartoons everywhere. um, But I've seen major characters like um, Paige Braddock, who does um, Jane's World, put up a picture of her main character. And Jane's World is a um, LGBT uh, comic. It's about um, this character, Jane, who is really and how and it's mostly about her. Her failed attempts at relationships. (laughs) Um, But one of the tougher characters uh, in the book, Shell, um, tough personality, doesn't really care about anything. Kind of was there's a drawing on Jane's World's Facebook page of Shell leaning into Jane, looking upset. Um, I also saw a picture of um, Paula Rivera did. A drawing of Captain America holding up his shield um, with a rainbow. His belt is rainbow, and he's holding up his shield with bullets bouncing off of the shield with, like, terrorism, homophobia. Um, Yeah. There's a lot of powerful photos out there, or comics, and um, that one really struck me, and I stole it from my Facebook profile picture for a little while. Yeah. Shh. (laughs) but it meant that one in particular meant a lot to me because I really um, Captain America is my favorite superhero um, I think more than anyone. And it's partly because I'm a Marvel girl, not a DC girl, but I love how he just embodies um, Mm -hmm. doing the right thing um, and being a good person and Doing the right thing just to do the right thing. Um, yeah. That's. Yeah, so that was a good uh, cartoon I saw. I'm trying to think of any others that I may have seen. Um, there is a ton out there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff going around. Again, this is. This is. Oh, it's, it's just. It sucks. It sucks. And it sucks uh for, for many, many reasons. And it's again the fact that it's the mm-hmm. worst um shooting of its kind, you know, the highest number count is it's mm-hmm. so sad for so many reasons.
1: Geeky geeky stuff. But yeah, but, but, geeky uh, stuff know. can help. Geeky, geeky stuff. stuff can help geeks. <laughs> geeky stuff can help anybody. As yeah. long as they like what I they know. see.
0: Um, I know on the, you know, I I mentioned um, or or we we talked about the gaming thing. And I think I think I've mentioned this to you that I I I would love to see someone start a like a crisis hotline, but it's actually through games. So it's like um, you could. So actually, and and this is for anybody who's like uh, doesn't know who to call, doesn't know a hotline number. Um, I always recommend two one one right which is the United Way hotline and those things are staffed locally usually around the country wherever you are and whatever you you need at the moment whether it's just to talk to somebody or you want access to either either whether it's a suicide hotline or um, some sort of mental health um, assistance or if you just want to help with something that you just found out about. Two one one will probably have all that information, and but that involves picking up the phone, right? <laughs> and so yeah. And was, although I always recommend um, that um, the idea of a gaming one, where on your friends list there is this, uh, let me actually talk to the take this guys about that, <laughs> if they've thought about that, you know, where where you, there's this person on your friends list or or a special account. Where you can go there and they're, instead of hotline operators, it's, you know, like these game operators. And just like we talked about, instead of talking on the phone, we could play a game together, you know, then we can jump, we can jump into, into a game together. So whether it is, you know, it makes sense that it'll be like the most popular games of the moment, but it could be, it could be different games, you know, I I think when I think, when I think about it, um, when I think about the logistics, it gets really complicated. (laughs) <laughs> um, because when I think about something like, well, if it was you did it in an MMO, um, there's also like, which server are you on? You know, um, right? That 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 maybe even gets more complicated. Uh, it
1: gets way complicated with MMOs. Yeah. Are you a level that can do what I want to do? Like,
0: yeah. yeah. I think I think so. so I think the companies like it, Blizzard would have to make a very special type of. Um, super admin account to do something like Mm -hmm. that, right? And the same thing, and maybe it is easier on Xbox Live or PSN um, where, you know, on PC it might be even easier than that. You just set up a special uh, chat client and on a PC you could have, you know, tons of games with a large enough hard drive where people could just jump in and, you know, and Mm -hmm. you have a a, a number of games to choose from. Maybe on a PlayStation, you know, you're, you're talking about Destiny or, Overwatch you're Battleborn and on Xbox you've got a couple halos that people could jump into. You know? I think
1: you're talking about changing the world here, Josue. <laughs> I
0: would but I would I would love to see that available, you know? People who are, I would too. Yeah. It, just the same type of training you get for Hotline, but then you're just jumping into a game and you're not you're not trying to win or anything. you just and, and just, just the playing. idea and the idea of, of going on a co op or doing something cooperatively in a game is just the, like, you're literally supporting each other, you know? It's a collaboration. It's not just, mm-hmm. maybe the person doesn't have words or they don't know what to say, but at least they know, like, seeing that somebody else is in your party, now you're not alone. That's true. Like, I don't know. I think I got to talk to some people about this. Every time we talk about it, I want to, I, wanna, I don't know if you, you heard I said, I want somebody to do it, but really, I want to do it. <laughs> you not <laughs> it. I don't know, do you I don't know do how it. to get it started. Um, so, so, so we we can jump around a bit, right? Um, originally, yeah. this week I was just gonna like check in.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: how are the entries going and all that? And, and again, <laughs> this happened. Like, we woke up Sunday morning to 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 this news. Um, so before I scold you, <laughs> for I not- did do
1: I did do some entries. I did.
0: So but you had homework. You had specific And I didn't do the homework, do. but I did
1: other entries.
0: Yeah. Well <laughs> <coughs> I did well, extra credit. <laughs> well, and I was gonna get to that. I, I also did um I, I added one thing that was not from that was not my homework, right? So mm-hmm. Uh, Last time we talked about the blockbuster movies, we split up the list. You took three, I took two. I did my two, you did not do your three. But um, so one of the other things that I added was uh, an episode of Community called Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. And this is an old, old episode, It's like from season two, I think, of Community. So it's a way back. But I was talking to my girlfriend about Dungeons and Dragons and... She she had a question about. It. I said, "Listen, I know it sounds crazy, but there's an episode of Community that kind of explains, I think, explains pretty well what it's like in in just 20 minutes. Um, but what I didn't remember was that that episode. Do you remember that episode at all?
1: I don't episode. watch Community.
0: Okay, so so I, I I suggest you check this episode out when the I, episode starts. When the episode when starts. When
1: I'm right after I get those entries done, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, the the episode is about how the it, the show is about a study group, and the study group decides to host a D anD D game for a fellow classmate who they think is suicidal. And so they 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 never play the game. None of them really, only one of them knows what the game is even, and they formed this game just to bring him in so that he's not alone and it 's so relevant to the conversation that that we 're having
1: that's so awesome right now,
0: yeah, yeah, no, definitely check check out that episode um oh it 's so good it 's so good, and how they how they kind of try to bring him in and and it it also speaks to kind of like the power of a game like d and d there's there's a group of guys, a pair of guys there 's only two of them. Um, in Washington State, they they have something called a wheelhouse workshop and they run therapeutic D&D games and it's so awesome. (laughs) And and, uh, I've talked to them about about that episode in the past and it's it's really, really good. And there's a lot of potential there.
1: That's crazy. Um, Recently, I went to, um, at my job, every month we have to go to a two-hour training and sometimes the topic is best practices so different agencies send their staff up to explain something that they do with their clients that's been really helpful um and one of the agencies that comes down is their their group home is, is in a really rural area there's nothing really around um and this guy with his client um The kid really wanted to play D&D, so he got all the kids in the group home really into playing D&D. And I'm picturing, like, these tough kids that I – like, I worked in group homes, and so I'm picturing the kids I work with, and none of them would want to touch it. But I think there was something so cool about how he got all these kids into it and, like, okay, once dinner's over, it's time to play D&D. Let's get our character sheets out and, like – and work through some real problems that they've been having in the house. Like he's the he's the DM, so he brings in like there's some issue, like this the guy won't get out of your way. What are you gonna do? Like, um, if a kid was having issues cause his roommate stands in his doorway and won't let him leave. Um just to kind of yeah, yeah, work the DM together can present, as a team. It yeah, was he can so present cool. the
0: scenario. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I know. That, no, there's tons of potential there, so much. Uh, oh man, yeah. <laughs> so we talk so about was...
1: stories being healing and all the things that we're um, talking about, like TV shows and movies and video games and and books and comic books. But like there, you actually get to introduce something that is particularly relevant to the people you're working with.
0: Um, so, so that yeah. is. That is something that I wanted to bring up. The the more entries we make, the more um you know, we're we're I'd say we're nearing alpha at <laughs> this moment. We're
1: nearing, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I finish those those entries.
0: We're at alpha stage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but there's a lot of things that I like right now, the experience and um and issues sections that we have. Mm-hmm. Right. So No one's actually seen this, right? So, so what I mean is, um, we try to identify the experience that is being represented in the media,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right? So we try to kind of that, and then separately, we're looking at the issues that might be that might that the person might be feeling or might be uh, this might address, Right. right? Um, so sometimes when I read through those lists, it gets a little confusing for me. Yeah. Am I putting the same one? Like, what is this? Am I repeating it? Am I doing it right? Um, but, but what you're saying is, you know, are we, do you think we're missing that additional piece or, or is this something that you're putting in the insight section where if we bring up, if I bring up, uh, for example, this episode of community and, Mm -hmm do you think we're missing a component of of a suggestion on how to use it specifically? Because if we, if we made a listing or if we made an entry for just D and D, you know, not a specific um, version or anything, just the idea of the game or any other game. um, Those things could
1: go in the insights section. If we did a D and D
0: right. Right.
1: um, Entry. Or, I mean, you want to do like a wiki, we take a um, we could link to to the D and D entry from uh, the community thing. Um,
0: yeah, we 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 could, but but um, yeah, and that and of course, yeah, we can like hyperlink to something like that. But do yeah. you think we're missing a section where we do we need? Do you feel like we need an additional area where it's expressing? how to potentially use it. Like it's more specific because I see a lot of these things as talking yeah. points or conversation starters is the most powerful way that I see it. That's why I think that you could use something is um, it, it could be as useful in education as it could be in counseling because of – like it's kind of getting you started there. And and maybe you have this insight, but do you think it would be valuable to have that extra step of kind of a how-to?
1: hmm that's interesting um because we could but a lot of it is going to be the same like talk about this or but we could add a section oh. on some
0: oh wait 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 you're right so maybe we could just have um like a category of of intervention suggestions right like a right so so like a blurb like yeah this this works as a conversation starter um or this works as a as,
1: as an activity or, maybe like or an insight
0: activity, right? Or something like that. And then we can just put those labels on them. Yeah. And then that would link to the Okay, that may, that makes sense. Okay, I feel good about that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: Then people can actually use it. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and then so here's another question that I was thinking about. So what if do you think we should make I guess the question is what happens when we want to make no 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 okay let me rephrase it it's it's confusing <laughs> should we make different entries for different um experiences and issues or should we lump them all together and and see that's where i get confused because if if an episode um is showing loss and um triumph and like positive uh, female role model and um, bullying. I don't know. It shows like five different things and then it's addressing five different issues. That's where I kind of get confused because I'm not connecting.
1: See, one what and one. I usually do is write out the insights um, and then connect that to the different experiences and everything. Um, because it, an episode will have all of those things. And then in the insights, I usually have like or even in my summary of whatever, um, address each one of those, th- as much of those things as I can. Um, usually, like, the strong female character or whatever is fairly obvious, um, because yeah, in yeah. the material, there's strong female characters or diversity. But even then, say we have diversity... I mean, it could either be that there's a diverse cast or that issue is actually brought up in the material. And that's where it would go in the um, summary or the insights so that you can kind of see. And I just have it follow several things. Because if we end up having, like, 10 entries for one episode, um, someone may have a hard time following that, too.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So how do you see, like, some of those... Think of one of the insight paragraphs that you wrote, right? Or, um, I don't know how you formatted it when you wrote it. I don't. Did you just sometimes? Write
1: it I that? just wrote like sentences. Like it's not a, f- a flowing paragraph. It's like bullet points, but in a line. Uh, so, so, and some of it is quotes, it? and some of yeah. it is my description of what I think something could be um, important. In the in the material, something that's important to take note of if you want to deal with some issue. Um,
0: so, do you envision some of those things that you wrote as actual bullet points?
1: We could do or, it that way, or
0: separate sections. Like, how how do you picture it in your in your mind?
1: Uh, maybe just an insight section with the with the bullet points <clears throat> and descriptions points. of like what um what that is. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah, so there there's other things I want to discuss about format too, but I'll 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 leave the others for for another day. Did you so so you didn't do the three entries from from last time? Yeah, uh, yeah. Right? Confirm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Confirmed.
0: <laughs> but you did but do my, other entries. So so what, right, what entries? I did, did do other did entries. Do?
1: Um okay one is a graphic novel um a young adult graphic novel brought out but put out by uh image comics called camp midnight Ooh, um okay. and it it i really liked it i like y a stuff um it's always it's really accessible even for adults um and this one's about a girl whose parents are divorced um and her stepmother doesn't like her and she doesn't like her stepmother. She calls her her stepmonster. Um, and mom is going away for the summer out of, out of the country and leaves her with dad and, and stepmom. And they decided to send her to summer camp for the summer. Um, and she doesn't want to go and she hates it. And she refuses to make any friends. Um, and she ends up on the bus, goes to camp um, and finds out it's a camp full of vampires and werewolves and witches and um, some of the best interactions and, and best friendships she makes and are the the friends she makes at this camp. Um, and it just has with really the interesting or with other people, yeah, with the monsters, oh, with the monsters. Cool, cool. It's all <laughs> monsters. She's the only one there that's not a monster. Oh, um, okay, and it's this whole thing about the monsters when they're not out in the when they're not at camp they're they have to hide what they are and then when they're there at camp they can they can be themselves um which i've i grew up going to summer camp and that's kind of an experience that i relate to because i was always really shy um i still am um socially awkward but when i was at camp i could actually get on the stage and feel comfortable um and i could be the real me and feel comfortable being me um at camp so i thought that was a really cool story um and there's commentary in it on um you know uh the different monsters necessarily don't get along and they and they discriminate against certain types of monsters mm. um and there's a lot of uh, standing up for others and standing up for yourself and, um, and feeling alone, but then having friends that are there with you. Um, so it was a really cool story. Um, hmm. I liked it.
0: So it's a self-contained graphic novel. Yep, it's not a series One, of issues. Okay, it's
1: not a series it. of issues. Self-contained. Cool. cool. Um, yeah, I
0: have to check it out. I'm yeah. Interested.
1: It's good. Okay. It's a quick little read. I, I think I read it in one night.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, um, yeah. any, any other entries?
1: The other entry I put in um, was the season finale from Once Upon a Time. This, okay, stop. This last don't spoil season. It. Yep, I'm not going to spoil did. it for you. I'm not <laughs> going to spoil it for you. I, I warned you. Um, don't read it until you've seen it. Um, but I will say that there's a really poignant um, few scenes with Regina, who is my favorite character on the show. Um, she's the best character on the show. She's the fact. best, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of scenes about her and her struggle with, um, with the things she's done in her life. Yeah. Um, and trying to be a good person and be a hero, and yeah, yeah, you really need to see it because it's really okay. good. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. You'll see why so, I actually put an entry in for it <laughs> instead of just watching it.
0: Okay. Okay, cool. So those are your two entries uh since the last episode.
1: Yep. Okay.
0: Yep. Okay. Yeah, and um mine were the the community episode, which again, I had completely forgotten about. I completely forgot why they were playing D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Which I already explained is is an amazing reason, and again, it's, it's community advanced Dungeons and Dragons, season two, and and then I did the Batman versus Superman and Deadpool, so I yep. put those in. Yep. So I'm all caught up on my homework.
1: Well, I guess I can catch up on mine.
0: <laughs> is there is there anything else pending that you want to make an entry for that's kind of like on your list? I
1: have a lot of st- actually I've been reading a lot of Wonder Woman lately. Um oh, what run? Uh Brian Azzarello. Oh
0: okay, The, yeah, the yeah. New
1: 52. Yeah. Uh, I love Wonder that. Woman. I love
0: that. Um It's so good. Um yeah. and the Greek mythology stuff is just so good.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um and in the last couple of volumes um I have a few entries I want to make. I just, off the top of my head, I can't say Necessarily, what it is, but I think um, I think everything before is really great. I just what didn't have my system to be able to read it and enjoy it uh, yet, so I was overwhelmed and just read it. Um, now I have did, uh, did, so, uh, my system and it works.
0: Did you get any <laughs> ideas about kind of how you know not only you know out of nowhere she discovers that she has a father and she knows who her father is. And now she has this whole new family and all these yeah. brothers and sisters is, mm-hmm. are any of your notes about that?
1: Um, that happened earlier, but that's an important piece uh, to note. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, um, man, I don't want to get too spoilery um, with good. It's, fine. W- it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Kind of with Hera's fall from grace.
0: Um, and yeah. her
1: dealing with with being human. And oh, mortal. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, those um, seeds are so great. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and I think one of the th- – it's been great reading um, Wonder Woman uh, and, you know, with all this stuff happening this last weekend with Orlando, bringing it back to that, um, this idea of Wonder Woman's message is – that there is good in the world. And there, she has this undying hope that that there is good in the world to fight for. Um, and that was a really positive message to take away from that. After hearing all these negative things. To just see her um, fight for the good in people. And, and hope that there is good in people.
0: Yeah. And... So I guess to to wrap up the the one that came, it comes to me a lot. There's an issue of Batman and the New Fifty Two. I was looking it up earlier. I, I again, it's that thing that I mentioned in a previous episode where I snap. I took a snapshot of this of the panel, but I don't remember <laughs> what issue it's from. Um, but I know I know which set of issues it's from. But it's it's Batman. Um, you know Scott Snyder Batman and. It's this part where he is talking about how, you know, the reason why he does what he does. He's actually not as Batman. He's as Bruce Wayne speaking to reporters, I believe. And he talks mm. about how the reason why he's doing this thing, it's some philanthropic thing, is that he swore that what what happened to him... I'm confused about the scene, but essentially he says that he, he <laughs> swore that what happened to him will never happen to like he'll do everything in his power so that this doesn't happen to another child ever again. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know if I mentioned that one to you before, but but it's an it's an issue that I constantly go back to. It's kind of um in moments like this, something like that, you know, it's that idea of post traumatic growth, you know? Yeah. Traumatic events suck, and some people at the other at you know once it's once it happens and you're on the other side, some people are negatively affected for a very long time, some people never recover. I like to believe that most people come out of it stronger mm-hmm. and if there's something that you can do to help, you know. Um, or if you have that feeling of wanting to do something about it there there are ways to help right now there there are lots of donations um going out uh you know uh, donation drives going out there's um i think southwest was paying i'm not sure if that was the airline but they were paying for family and friends um to fly out to orlando um like, um, you know that there's there's lots of stuff going on, and and if you want to be a part of it, you uh, a part of helping, or even you know, like it, this was just a couple of days ago, you know, so it's all right. it's raw, it just it just happened. But moving Disney forward, Disney
1: donated a million dollars to the victims. Yeah. Wow. yeah.
0: And, and, you know, if you can't donate a million dollars, there's, there, there will be other opportunities in the future to call attention to this type of thing to there. There's a lot of politics involved in, in yeah. how you, you make something, you avoid things like this in the future, how you make spaces safer. There's a lot of conversations that can happen. And if you feel inclined to do something about it, there are many ways to, to do that. So. Again, for, for me, like, that issue of Batman always reminds me of, like, oh, yeah, like, I want to be a part of the solution, mm-hmm. you know, to that thing that affected me. I don't want other people to go through that. Um, no. What can, I, what can I do? Yeah. So I think that's it. Good meeting.
1: Good, meeting.
0: good meeting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Very, but, very scattered meeting, but we got some things done.
0: It's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did get some things done again Orlando what happened in Orlando sucks mm-hmm. but uh but we'll we'll keep we'll keep doing this because other people like I said uh, you know for us there are reasons why it might mean more than to other people and but there everybody has events that 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 really hit close to home and are harder to get through than others and and i I 100 percent believe I mean we wouldn't have gone to school and practiced you know right. counseling and mental health if we didn't believe that that um, what we do uh, can work, <laughs> and we wouldn't be doing this every week if we didn't believe that there are tons of things out there that can make you feel better, make you you know help you get through really hard times and put your, and and the examples that you gave of the art are great examples of how sometimes sometimes it's really hard to put into words how you feel but there there are examples of different feelings all around us and finding that sometimes it makes us it makes us realize that we're not alone and sometimes it even helps us understand how we're feeling in a way that mm-hmm. we didn't understand before so That's the truth. Yep. All right. Now let's go. We're done here. (laughs) We're done. (laughs) Yeah, we're done. (laughs)